Sometimes, the structures we create in systems like education become the defining feature of the experience itself. Grade levels are a prime example of this. Designed to organize children based on age, some schools and districts around the country are questioning that logic and changing it. Pittsfield Elementary School and Parker Varney Elementary School in New Hampshire are two examples. They are part of a new initiative from the Assessment for Learning project called NG2, or No Grades, No Grades, and it's having a big impact on the learning experience for kids and teachers. Jonathan Vander Els, a former principal who now leads the work of NG2, explains. We were really bound by these traditional structures of grade levels in schools, and we weren't supporting our students in the way that we best could uh, because of those limiting structures. The effort of NG2 is based on the core tenets of competency-based education, which is focused on moving learning away from a time-based system, organized by age, grade level, and hours spent sitting in a class, to a system where students advance upon mastery of measurable and transferable learning topics, as well as certain skills and dispositions. An assessment is at its most meaningful when anchored in application and creation of knowledge. New Hampshire was a pioneer years ago when it became one of the first states to transition to a competency-based system. NG2 builds on that work. Pittsfield is a small rural community with students who have many different needs. That's what attracted Danielle Harvey, Dean of Instruction, to the concept of NG2 in the first place, the ability to truly meet these needs. Being a small rural school with the amount of um, poverty and special education that we have, we need to differentiate because we have kids that need stuff that's totally different but then we have our high flyers that we need to make sure we're challenging. And we were feeling like we were missing them. So the goals of NG2 really helped us to be able to embrace that differentiation, but in a new way. So what does that look like in action? First, a little messier, but way more personal. I see a lot less of the teacher in front of the class and 20 kids at their desk doing a worksheet, which is really exciting, but it's really different because some of the times it looks a little chaotic. There's, There can be 20 kids doing totally different things. So now when I go into a classroom, I, I kneel down next to a student and it's, what are you learning today? That's been really exciting too because then they can tell me where they're working and what they're doing. Riley Nagel, a 10-year-old, loves it already. I like the idea of learning with kids with diff- kids of different ages because I feel like you get retaught some of the time stuff if you're in the higher grade and you if you're in the fourth grade you learn some of the things you'll be learning next year and you're able to compare what you did last year and this year and sort of kind of go over everything and it makes it everything a little bit easier easier and I like uh, that you get to meet new people during it. She is also learning more because of it. I learned fluency very deeply this year because I've been very slow on my fluency in the past years. My teacher showed me because she gave me harder, challenging books, and she tested me more often, and she had to give me four tests in a row because I kept going up and up and up. It made me feel really good because I love reading, but I'm, I can't read very fluently out loud.
students really knowing what they are doing and the skills and competencies they are mastering is a huge change, as is how much more student-driven the experience is now. My name is Bernadette Rowley. I'm a multi-age teacher. I have a classroom of first and second graders. So I think one of the biggest changes in how we teach in my classroom is everything is done mostly in small groups. You know, think back a lot to when I was teaching math last year and having 45 minutes and trying to give everyone the same instruction. And, you know, there was always that piece of me that was like, this kid totally didn't get it. And then, you know, like these kids are bored because they're already they already had the skill before we started. And it was really frustrating some days to know that I was either leaving a lot of kids behind or really underservicing some kids. So now I feel like the way we're teaching is so much more empowering because I know I'm reaching every student and really able to give every student what they need through that instruction. For example, Jackson Marston, a 10-year-old student, was able to keep moving ahead when he mastered the material instead of being held back and getting bored. Here's what he had to say when asked what he liked most about the changes his school had made. Definitely math because I was always a bit held back last year because if I had mastered a skill in uh, like a big textbook that we had to use last year, they just told me that I mastered it, yay, and I didn't, and I kept on having to work on it. But now, if I mastered it, instead of them saying like, "Yay, you mastered it," I actually get to move up a skill level, so I get to push myself. This flexibility of getting to move on when ready takes away the rigidity of school. NG2, and competency-based education as a whole, is also about instilling more and deeper learning into the purpose of school. I think as far as successes, to me, it's really getting at the heart of what I feel like our role as educators are, and that is preparing kids for life. I was a fourth grade, fourth, fifth grade teacher before and coming into kindergarten and some of the things that I think are the biggest successes are I'm seeing kindergartners be able to solve their own problems. I'm seeing kindergartners thinking deeply about a topic and wondering what's next. That's Parker Varney teacher Sue Austin. It's not only the growth of the students that has changed for her, it's also the experience of teaching as a team. There's a lot, a lot that's expected of us. Um, you know, we need to prepare kids academically and emotionally for the future. And to the thought of doing that alone and going back to doing that alone now is really terrifying to me because it is a huge job. And so knowing that you're part of a team, and I think for the kids also knowing that they're part of a team, that we're all going to falter sometime and have situations that we don't know what to do, but when you're part of a team, that, that there is someone else there to go to or to lift you up or to celebrate and share your successes with. Parker Varney is located in Manchester. And this relationship grade band approach is hugely important for a school that has seen a lot of external stressors in their community, like drug addiction and poverty. Parker Varney principal Amy Allen explains. Manchester's a great diverse community, but it has some of the challenges. We have high poverty, high EL, high special ed. Also, we had a great need just with our environment of toxic stressors. So the NG program has allowed us to develop closer and deeper relationships with students and it's more of a 
more of a smaller community. So teachers and students um, are working in that small group all the time, developing those relationships and creating those positive school culture. Moving away from grade levels and instead focusing on students' learning goals supported by tight-knit relationships helps ensure kids' needs don't fall through the cracks, explains teacher Sam Audette. We've seen a lot of kids that they may struggle if we had typical grade levels because they're just not there yet. So we've been able to kind of move them flexibly, fill some holes, and then move them on so that they're more caught up, they're ready, they're ready to move to the next competency. Um, so that's been really, really good, and it's, it's boosted their confidence a lot. Um, we've also had, you know, those kids that now have that chance to have an accelerated math group. Um, doing the seminars has given us that opportunity to change each seminar group based on the group's needs instead of a whole class of kids and what they're supposed to learn in that grade. I mean, 100% of their day is personalized learning. Violet Lloyd, traditionally a kindergartner by age, exemplifies that. Here she's explaining a book that she just read. It's a third grade reading level, but she has access to it. The, the kid in the book was kind of scared and frustrated that its whole entire family was gone. And, and they were in a snow stuck, so they had to get out of the car and they had to walk home. There's the common saying, what you measure matters. And deciding how to measure learning in students, like Violet, Jackson, and Riley, in a way that helps each of them grow and learn more, is an important part of the puzzle. Standardized tests like Smarter Balance, which assess students' development against New Hampshire's college and career-ready standards, the state's version of the Common Core, still play a role. But it's imperfect and impractical. There needs to be multiple ways to assess kids, explains Principal Amy Allen, and no child should be defined by one test one day out of the year. We still struggle with smarter balance in those national standardized tests. Our students were developing some, we have a lot of successes actually here within our own assessment schedule and our other standardized tests as not transferred over to that smarter balance. So it's really important for us to have those multiple measures for proficiency and for students not to be defined by one test on one day. I think having that student voice and student-led assessment is one way just to level that playing field for everyone and really engage students into deeper learning and assessment. Mm -hmm. Both schools have met their goal of removing grade levels. Next, they will tackle their approach to grading as an assessment tool, building on what Principal Allen shared. In all these changes, the focus is on creating systems that make sense for students, not just adults. We're very traditionally a, a system that is teacher or adult oriented. And to truly be competency-based and personalized, we need to have it student-centered and student-oriented and have students the ones who are agents of their own learning. And this, is the t this project is, is allowing for more of that to happen so we can learn from that and then continue to develop that until we feel confident that that's the case in our schools. Listen to directions, listen to a coach.